This is the Otaku in Review podcast. I'm Scott Spaziani from Otaku in Review. I'm Shannon, aka Perfect Serenade. And I'm Michael Camacho of g-nitro.com. This is episode 224, recorded on October 13th, 2021. All-purpose cultural podcast. Michael. Where yeah. the fuck is your microwave? Uh, still sitting I'm on the sick counter. of these goddamn games you're playing with me. Because I forgot to put it out on the uh, final Friday of the month for Trash Day. First, first you're telling me you're getting rid of your microwave. Now you're telling me you're keeping your microwave. No, I'm definitely not keeping an... it. it is just, you can only take out certain size things on one Friday a month. What's, what kind Friday. of fucking kind of fucking communistic state do you live in i mean i can if i just if i uh schedule something but i'm not going to schedule it just for a microwave don't you have woods don't you just take it out to the woods no my neighbors and are all way the too animals, nosy the animals <laughs> can have frozen burritos for first lunch. off my neighbors are way too nosy shannon's lived here oh, not yeah. happening <laughs> uh, uh but i am actually looking at an air fryer this week, because Best Buy has a sale, and I have a $25 reward zone cert that popped into the email, so I'm like, now's the time. I got so really looking... excited when I first got my air fryer, and now I can't tell you the last time I used it. See, I uh, use my oven for fries usually once or twice a week, so I look forward to it. And I'd start doing more things like wings and stuff. Yeah, wings are pretty good in an air fryer. Yeah. Ooh, boy, I could have wings in the air fryer. Shannon, uh... Yeah. How you doing? I am. I am resting and recovering from the chaos that was New York Comic Con. Oh, I bet. I bet. I bet. Didn't even come say hi to me. We were in the city. This is very upsetting. Oh my gosh! So I left last Wednesday. It was a three-hour train ride with my coworker, and then we got there, and we just basically like. I, I was in work mode from day and night until, like, went Monday? Was it yesterday? No. Today's Wednesday. See, I don't even know what day it is anymore. That's, and that's not a good sign. So, basically, you know, obviously I, I had to go there to work, but I'm not going to mention what I did. But I was an exhibitor. And, I mean, every day it was like get up at 7 and, you know, afterwards, I think the the exhibit hall closed at seven, and then we'd have to go get dinner, and then we probably wouldn't even get back into the hotel until like around nine or ten. So it was just absolutely nonstop. It was chaotic, but it was really, really, really nice being back at a convention, talking to people, being with fellow nerds. Um, I spent too much money in New York. <laughs> Um, That's just because you're in New York. I mean, <laughs> well, that and I spent too much money at the convention. Okay. I bought like forty dollar chocolates, which were bomb, and um, yeah. So I mean, New York Comic Con was great. They How many had. Figures did you buy? I actually just bought one Sailor Moon, Eternal Sailor Moon, that I've been having my eye on, and I actually found it at the event. And I don't. You'll probably be able to tell in the recording, but like my voice still hasn't like fully recovered because I talked to so many people and in New York City we had to um, 
basically like prove that we were vaccinated to be in the building and then everybody had to wear masks and that was kind of the case everywhere we went for like dinner and stuff so i was talking to all the people like and yelling through my mask because we had like a dj booth behind us and at one point they had like two wrestler cosplayers um hulk hogan and ultimate warrior and they were just like straight up wrestling in this wrestling rink um but yeah it was great yeah it's 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 weird you know new york city is a is a civilized place where they require you to show proof of vaccination and to wear a mask when you go into any indoor Mm -hmm. entertainment facility restaurant or theater or anything it's uh it was it was very refreshing and i I felt extraordinarily safe Yeah, so I was I was very happy that they did that. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was kind of the only reason why I like agreed to go um, was because of the mandates. And yeah, I'm, I'm no regrets. I'm, I had a really good time, met some new coworkers, saw Dante Basco, who was um, Zuko's voice actor in Avatar The Last Airbender, and Ruby oh and hook <laughs> don't know what you're talking about you suck you've never seen hook oh. with robin williams god once wow uh, it's a good a movie kid? it's a very good movie but anyway so now i'm home i'm resting i'm relaxing and i'm drawing and catching up on a lot of um drawing and <laughs> I slept for the most of the day yesterday. Because we got to prep ourselves for the fall season next episode. Oh, fuck. Only 14 shows for me to watch this season. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not. Fuck it all. I've already dropped a few of episode one. Uh, but I will be talking about briefly. Some of them just briefly. But. I can't wait for that. Can you, Scott? <laughs> I already know Scott's show. Sakugan is the show for Scott. It, I, this show started and I went, God damn it, this is the Scott show of the season. So why, why is it the Scott show? Give me, give me a reason. It is very reminiscent of Decadence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There are kaiju battles and there are also mech suits. This is the Scott show. Okay. You're, you're, trust me, this is, this is for you. There's a super what the fuck moment at the, towards the end of that episode too. I was so mad, but I won't be continuing it. It's not my type of show. I was like, this is definitely something Scott. I can see it being popular, but I'm not gonna keep up with it. But I just want to make sure people yeah. know what shows I think they're like. I know Shannon will probably really like the Irina the Vampire Cosmonaut because they're literally going through a lot of astronaut training and old school stuff. Like USS, it's kind of like USSR. Mm-hmm. It's like this alternate reality, and they're calling all these countries very similar names, but very different. <laughs> right. It's funny that way. But I, I read think... the yeah, I read I read the synopsis on that one. Yeah. And I was like, is this about the Russian space? <laughs> and her favorite uh, female voice actress is the like lead. Which I was like, holy shit, she's still active. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about her a little later. Yeah. Um. Outside of fall season watching, I should watch The Wailing, a Korean film, this past Friday for our horror nights, or our Halloween nights. 
Uh, wasn't as horror as I expected. Let's go more with like, uh, demon or an exorcism, or I should say, uh, yeah, like possession stuff that's, like that. That's about Japan's continued pursuit of whale hunting, even even though the international community is one hundred percent against it. No, stop. We're not what? gonna discuss. We don't discuss politics what? on this show, sir. Um, I don't know how that's politics. You just brought up whaling. But the whale in the movie, W-A-I-L-I-N-G, um, oh, is a very okay. long movie. It was two hours and 40 minutes, pretty much. But it managed to do a good job of having a lot of humorous parts to keep you going, and the tension throughout that movie is really good. So there's a person, I'm not going to fully spoil it because it's not that old of a movie, but... There's a person they deem to be, like, the evil guy. Throughout the movie, they're like, oh, that's definitely the evil guy. Then you're like, oh, shit, maybe he's not the evil guy. Oh, no, it's definitely the evil guy. Oh, wait, no, maybe he's not the evil guy. They do a really good job of messing with you to the point where you're like, I don't know anymore. I don't know if this is the evil person or not. They do a really good job. Um, ending was a little confusing. I almost felt like it might have been a little bit lost in translation. Uh, but... My friend Dre found something that discussed more towards the ending that made more sense. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it on the recording. Like I said, it's a three-year-old movie. I don't want to spoil it, especially this time of year, where people would probably tend to be watching stuff like that. So, but it was a cool movie. Highly recommended. Have either of you watched Squid Game yet? Nope. It's literally all over TikTok. Um. And... I hate Squid Game. Why? Why? Because all of a sudden, and I don't really hate Squid Game itself. I hate the what it has uh, turned into of a bunch of people who finally watched their first K-drama and then coming up to me like, You watch Squid Game yet? Uh, I'm yeah. like, look, just because you watch one goddamn Korean show doesn't mean I have to watch that same show. I will probably watch it at some point, but I got other things I'm doing. Like, I, It's not like I was like, oh, Squid Game got popular. I got to watch this. I would have watched it around the same time frame, whether it got popular or not. Because I pay attention to this stuff. Leave me alone, people. Like, it's so bad. I go out and people all over. Work, bar, and I'm just like, oh my god, could you stop freaking mentioning it to me? Damn, so I didn't know you were going to be sensitive. No, it's just... I... <laughs> I, I'm happy that a Korean drama got popular, but... I hate how people always take it like, oh, that means you've watched it. I'm like, no, Naruto's popular. I've never watched it. <laughs> Just because you decided yeah. to enjoy something from a hobby or interest of mine doesn't mean I. you should expect that I've watched it immediately. It's just how they approach it. They're like, so what do you think of Squid Game? I'm like, I haven't watched it yet. Well, why not? You love that stuff. Oh, I hate that phrase. <laughs> it's Gungam style all over it. No, all over again. I would say it's more like when you it feels because you know, like I just said, you love that stuff. It's like when uh, so, you know, a parent finds out you like something, then they buy you everything similar, but they're like, "I thought you liked it," and it's like, uh, not this much. <laughs> like, Jesus, calm down. Like my dad used to do that with veggie burgers, but you like the veggie burgers. Not every fucking meal. <laughs> Like, it's always been the joke. Is my dad would find something we'd like and then just always make that for us. And we'd be like, we don't want it every meal, though. <laughs> it's that whole thing. Like, people just expectation mm -hmm. of, like, 
you like this, so you should have seen it already, or read it, or that type of thing. And it's like, relax. I was yeah, like, I, I guess. I think it's just the fact that so many do it, and I think that people don't really think about that. I try not to do the same to other people. I did that once when I was younger, and the person was like, why do you think I, I listen to that? I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> G, well, G Nitro, well, G Nitro, I'm sorry that so many people are finally able to reach out and connect to you, and you're just spitting in their face. It's, it's just... <laughs> I think it stems from my problem with people throughout my workplace, especially over the decades I worked there, always being like, hey, you should watch this show. Yeah, sure, I will. Throw that on a pile of I'll never watch. It's that whole attitude, except now everybody's coming right at me because they I'm the only person they know that's into it. I don't say it directly to their face like this. It's just, it's just me venting what I can't just say to them because I'm trying not to be that person. But we know deep down inside you are that person. Right, but Scott? I think we... 100%. But we've all... Come on, let's be honest. We've all had this issue as fans of geeky things. Oh, of course. But of course. It, it always hits a boiling point where it's like, oh my god, just let me... I don't want to hear about it again. Mm. And this one's no, been really that. bad. I get that. So, uh, but have you seen it, though? Like, what do you think? I have not seen it. <laughs> See, I've, I'm just upset because when I first saw it trending, I thought it said Squid Girl, and that, that just awesome. got shattered. That would have been awesome. I got, wish they were watching listen. Squid Girl. That's a show that everybody should watch. It is a show that everyone should watch. That's all I've been up to. What are those two things? I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. You got no Twitch, no Twitch stories, Pat. You were just in New York and you got nothing. <sighs> well, I was in New York for work, so I didn't do anything. I was ten-hour day, work days, and then food, and, and then I went food. to bed. What part of New York were you in? Uh, uh, the uh, Midtown uh, East Side. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was too. No, you're Midtown West Side. Was I? The Javits Yeah, you're in Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Oh. Interesting. It's on the west side. Oh, that's true. Okay, that's right. I was. I was on the west side. New York's confusing. It is really. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. I, like, you step out. I don't know if this was with where you were too, Scott, but I stepped out. And, like, everywhere we went, just weed. The smell of weed. Because I guess it's legal. In my uh, hotel room, only, weed. The on only, the street, yeah. weed. <laughs> well, that could be because Comic-Con was right there. But, uh, I mean, I did, last time I was in Times Square, I did I did smell it, but nowhere near it. Uh-huh. I mean, essentially where I was was mostly businesses and Gotcha. Oh, and speaking stuff. of Times Square, I actually went to Times Square for the first time. So that I'm was, so sorry. That was, uh, that was exciting. <laughs> Times I mean, Square is cool. a miserable fucking place. It's a it miserable was, fucking well, place. Well, it was, it was, yeah, but it was interesting. You know, at least I can say now that I've done it. It was cool in 2004 Did you see... when they still had that Toys R Us, that huge Toys R Us thing. Oh, yeah. Did, um, did you see the Crunchyroll billboard? Was it still there? I did see, I did see the Crunchyroll billboard. I actually took a picture of it for That's some reason. Freaking I decided, awesome. I wanted to take a picture of it. Just want, you know, that you know that they're, they're spending that Sony money. Yeah, well, yeah, they are. That's all right. I mean, that's what it is. 
gotta spend that Sony money. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I did, eat, I did have some good meals, but it was mostly work, and then because of that, this week was mostly catch up, and I got mm-hmm. an expense report to do. Mm, yeah, I do. Yeah, <sighs> I got one of those. <sighs> Indeed. Yeah. And, and then my my whole energy levels thrown off because like I didn't get to take my afternoon naps. No. I had to, I had to work. I had to get I had to get up and be at a place at eight thirty in the morning. This is fucking weird. Oh, that God. sounds terrible. Yeah, it's awful. It sucks that you had to be up and be somewhere at eight when I'm at between five and six every day. Hey, that's your choice. Because I like having an afternoon. <laughs> get work over with and have the afternoon and evening to myself. Um, so. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh. I got some good stuff coming up. Uh, I doubt this podcast will be out before it is because Friday, uh, Friday, I'm doing a marathon run of uh, Faces of Evil. Um, it's uh, it's part of Speedrun Ragnarok, which is benefiting uh, Take This, which is a, a mental health awareness charity. And then, uh, which so something I can announce, uh, I will. I'm be uh same game faces or faces of evil will be a bonus game in the speed run marathon fastest furs i uh, don't know what day yet but because uh, the schedule is not out but it that uh that marathon will be benefiting some uh, i think it's trans life uh charity to to support um you know trans trans issues and and you know that kind of that kind of stuff that we have to we have to deal with in in our third world country at this point but uh so those are those are exciting so that's why this week was was kind of like last week my time was sucked away because i was that was traveling and then over the weekend i had a wedding and then this week it's pretty much been practice because friday congratulations on getting married showtime uh thank you it wasn't me but um you would have gotten you could you two would have gotten invites if it was me. Um, I would hope so. I would hope so too. Definitely wouldn't have forgotten you guys. Oh god damn it! All right, I got to recover from this. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, and of course, I watched uh, watched our show. You know, really really soaked it in. Watched it three or four times so I could really analyze it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah? So is that our is that our segue into it? His attempt, Mike. His attempt at a segue. Do you it's got anything else? A segue. All right, well then let's I'll go. Jump, let's do I'll it. Jump into it. Let's so, go into my child anime childhood. Yeah, well, you know me. I had to I had to throw it back. So, my choice to watch for this episode was all-purpose cultural cackle nuku nuku which originally started out as a manga series. I think it only had like an actual like couple of issues and then eventually it was turned into an OVA series. And so in addition, you know, there's also an actual um, TV series and I think there's like another one called like Dash or something like that, but yeah. 
It's a little, my focus, OVA yeah. Series. So my my first focus was like, let's watch the TV show because it's been so long since I've seen it. And then after seeing like the first episode, I was like, wait a minute, we got to go back and watch the OVA because if you watch the TV show before you watch the OVA, it doesn't make any fucking sense. You have no idea what's going on or who these characters are. So I said, let's just go ahead and watch the six part OVA. Now, all-purpose cultural cackerel Nuku Nuku is about this 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 scientist and his son who basically transfer a dead cat's brain into the body of a young android, a young female android, thus becoming Nuku Nuku. So she's this young high school aged android girl. Uh, who is super cute, super strong, and the professor stole this android from Mishima Industries. And Mishima Industries is run by Akiko, who happens to be the, I guess it's at the first point, the first part of the story, the estranged wife of the scientist. Um... What was his name? Kusaku. Yeah, Kusaku is, is the dad's name. And the young boy, um, who's a kid, his name is Ryunosuke. So, Kusaku, Ryunosuke, and Nukunuku are all living together, and she's attending school and everything, and I guess, like, there really, <laughs> there really is no plot outside of a strange divorce and custody battle between Akiko, the head of Mishima Industries, and Kusaku, the dad. And in between, Nukunuku's getting into fights with other Mishima Industries um, mech, and Akiko's two uh, henchmen, I guess you could say, henchwomen. I think lackeys is a better term. Lackeys, yeah, lackeys is a good word. Based for that. on their skill level, I think right. lackeys is a much better. Term. Yeah, lackeys. We'll call them lackeys, but they bring some entertainment into yeah. it. So, throughout all six episodes, that's basically the premise. And obviously, at some point, like they kind of like Akiko and Kusaku kind of make up in a way. I guess they're still a very unhealthy marriage, which is really bizarre to me. And then, yeah, so what kind of threw me off after watching this again, I was thinking to myself, there really is actually no plot. (laughs) Like, there's really no plot to the story outside of the weird custody battle and the battle to, I guess, have custody of Ryunosuke. Like, Nuku Nuku... It, it, it's bizarre because she is a character. She the the the, the character building with her, I, I felt like really lacked, and I don't remember that when I was growing up. I remember her like having more of um having more having more to do with the plot than anything, and she kind of does because at some point, you know, they want they want you know Mishima Industries wants this android, right? Because it's like the best android ever created, and and Mishima Industries at some ha- about halfway through the OVA, there's another android that shows up named Amy, and she's 
she's an android and she's strong, but she has a lot of defects. And she's trying to basically steal Nuku Nuku's body. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just really bizarre because each of the OAV, OVA uh, episodes are, there's really no continuity with them. They could basically be standalone, you know, episodes on their own. I just, it's, I honestly didn't enjoy it as much as I did when I was younger. At least that's how I feel about I it. I loved it. There was a cute episode I loved about. It all. Really? There was a cute episode where Nuku Nuku was um, working at a restaurant. I really, that I thought that episode was really cute because you see more of Akiko's lackeys and I feel like the story was more See, about I Nuku hated Nuku them in that episode. Really? Oh, I, I hated the funny. lackeys in that episode because I was like, she's literally like, don't destroy my restaurant. So they go about destroying a restaurant. And I was just like, you're supposed to have all this respect but you have none here and I was, yeah but I it's th- bringing so, the comedy I love the rest of that episode I just felt like don't have the build up of don't destroy my restaurant then they do it anyway they could have left that part out because it kind of ruined the whole like oh we're just going to destroy her her uh, business and I was just like well, I mean you knew it was going to yeah you, it was very predictable you knew it, it was, was going to happen a, it was just a weird setup for how they went about their business after mm-hmm. being like yeah we won't do that what but I honestly, I had seen Nuku Nuku a lot growing up. So this is something I've owned on VHS um, it, when I grew up. This is something I own on, still on DVD. And I've seen it, um, I think on Anime Planet, I say five times. It's probably way more than that with how much I was watching stuff back in the day. Um, but it was exactly as I remember it. I love it because it is 90s anime to a T, early, early 90s. Um, just, it's kind of dumb. It's fun. It's done well, though. Like, the animation and stuff, the character designs are all done super well. The mechs are well designed, even though they're, like, half-assed mechs sometimes. They put a lot of work into them. And you were talking about the relationship between Kusaku and Akiko. Um they have this weird like love hate relationship with each other but and they're they're ha- both happier fighting than being lovey-dovey um normally i don't like that toxic type of relationship but this show just portrays them being not just like accepting of it like they're overjoyed being this way with each other so well think, one thing so. i i was gonna say one thing i actually really enjoyed about it and i i did a little more research on it. A lot of the mech battles actually felt very Project Echo-ish yeah. to me, just because you know it's this it's the same plotline of powerful girl completely wrecking the city yeah. and just you know not being aware and it just it was really funny. So I found a review in Anime News Network from 2013, and and, and in this review, um, the writer mentions how um this nuku nuku does deliver to its fullest is incredible comedic carnage of project echo proportions which i thought was really interesting and i found out yuji moriyama um for nuku nuku is the director of animation and he had something to do with echo i think he was also the director of animation for echo so that's kind of why it felt yeah it felt very um, 
similar to me as far as like battles and stuff go. I really, really enjoyed that yeah. part. And Looking I wish it there over. Had... Sorry, yeah. I was gonna say I really wish that 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 there there was more of that. Yeah. He was character designer of Aiko and Aiko Two and then he mm. took over as the director. Gotcha. Well no, he was also okay. the director of two. He was not the director of Aiko. Um okay. and then he was the chief director of eight oh one TTS Airbats though. Oh, I remember that one. That I was know. a good one. Yeah. But obviously this the spotlight for me in Aiko or in Aiko <laughs> in Nuku Nuku was Nukunuku is voiced by the legendary Megumi Hayashibara. She and does it so well. Uh, she really does. She, to me, she really shines in any anime that she, you know, voices in. And I was happy. And and the reason why I picked Nukunuku is because I really wanted to. I've been I had been listening to a lot of her music on Spotify, and I was like, you know what? I want to watch an anime that she, you know, really really helped launch her career. And I felt like Nuku Nuku was a good, good one to watch for that. And which was really interesting. So one of the lackeys after, I, I, I thought one of the lackeys, um, Arisa, sounded really familiar too. And she's voiced by Aya Hisakawa, who is Sailor Mercury. And Aya Hisakawa has actually been in quite a few of the old school. I mean, she was, um, she was in Iria too, which I thought was funny. So she was, she's pretty much everywhere in all these old school anime. But I did forget to mention at the top of the podcast that <clears throat> Nuku Nuku, the OVA, um, was released in, was it 97? 92. I think? 92. Ooh, damn, 92. Yeah. So, yeah, this is, this is taking us all the way back. Yeah, the TV came out in 98, but the okay. original OVA was 92, so it was super early on. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's talk about that, though. You were talking about Megumi Hayashibara's music. The music in Nuku Nuku is fantastic. Mm. It brings about that old-school-style anime music that I used to love and would make mixtapes by hooking up VCRs to a tape recorder. Yup. Uh, so a tape deck. And <laughs> I just... It kicked off. And even, like, during some of the episodes, you get extra music. Um, not just the opening and ending. You get a little bit of extra music. Um, which I really liked. So the the first beginning song was Happy Birthday to Me, which is like one of my favorite Megumi songs of all time. So, of course, I was jamming out to that. Never skipped that. Yeah. No, it was great. I loved it. Um, Scott! Yeah. Scott did not seem to like this because he refuses to talk to us. I'm not refusing to talk to anybody. Um, oh boy, this was a 90s show, huh? (laughs) That's, I think that's my, I mean, so I only watched the OVA and maybe Mike, you can talk about the the TV series. Oh, I have a lot to talk about the TV series, but we got to get to the OVA first. So, um, boy, was this 90s. I think like every, every aspect of it from the like, you know, like 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 mentioned, like the mech designs that are way too good to be in a show of of this caliber, right? Yeah. You know, in, in you know wacky comedy, and yet the mech designs are all like. But amazing. a lot of the things about the shows in the '90s, even the um, smaller, or I shouldn't say smaller OVAs, the ones that are very heavy in like comedy or light-hearted, 
took a lot of pride in a lot of the design work surrounding it. Um, especially in the yeah, OVAs. Because sure. the OVAs back then had a lot more money than they do now. Uh, yeah, for sure. And there was there was also less productions per year, so the talent could be spread around yeah. a little better. Um, so, yeah, so, like... <laughs> but, like, you know, like, there's so many, like, super deformed faces and, like, the, the chibi characters... Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. That show up. They're all like super, super nineties, um, and I think everything about the art and everything is super, super charming. Um, I think that most. Uh, it's not that the show wasn't enjoyable, like because it, it certainly was. It certainly had a lot of positive things about it. Uh, it's it's more that it, I just went through the entire thing completely baffled at what I was what I was watching because again the conceit is the 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 this guy steals a, a robot he designed from an evil mega corporation run by his wife and then stuffs stuffs a cat's brain into it but it's never that's like never brought up like that. I mean, think the only time that that is really like exploited is in the restaurant episode, in which like the the little the lackeys are trying to ruin the restaurant and and get Niku Niku fired. So they they release mice in the restaurant and they use the catnip cannon. But otherwise, like I don't quite understand what the whole point of the fact that she is like a resurrected cat. I don't understand. Like, I don't know if that has a point in the show. I mean, it was just... Uh, it's a thing they to make found it a unique. cat that they thought was cute, and Ryanosuke, a young boy, cried when the cat died after an accident, and the father was just trying to make his son happy and took the cat's brain. That's all it was. Yeah, but at the same time, you would think, like, yeah, there's there's little hints here and there throughout the series that, like, yeah, maybe she she's, like, this cat girl, whatever, but... I mean, it was funny because the, the beach episode when, when she's talking about swimming and everything, you know, I was thinking like, oh, she's going to be afraid of water because she's a cat. But like, I was, I mean, I don't really recall that episode from when I was younger, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, she's supposed to be a cat. That was one of my favorite so, episodes. It was a fun episode. It's the I one mean, I individually, remember from being younger, too. Individually, they were all great, except for that very last episode. That very last episode, I thought, was just kind of stupid. Like, that definitely, if I had to rank them, it was definitely at the bottom of my list. It was just the way they had to cap off the series. and Yeah. They didn't know actually, exactly how to do it. I actually did really like that episode. I thought, that all, I well, thought uh, all the episodes were good. Uh, it's probably my least favorite, but not in, because I think the... It's bad. It's probably just my least favorite. Um, because the whole so, Amy and uh, Nuku Nuku fight in space was just a little yeah. boring, in my opinion. It could have been better. If they focused on that there. more than everything else, I would have rather seen more of that than the rest of the stuff going on. The, the worst episode, I think, is the one where... Um, the the father tricks his wife to li- I say tricks but that's the only way I can really couch it he, 
but tricks wife the tricks wife into living with him again under the guise that she has to be a housewife yeah <laughs> despite the fact that she's a multi-billionaire right uh so they move into her mansion but make a like make us like a, a japanese house set like a fake japanese house in the middle of her mansion and she play acts See, the, I the, love this mother episode. this mother but it, it's I, well i mean i think that's the grossest episode because it's it's so it's so weirdly stereotypical and See, but i saw it as her trying to do her best to live a normal life for her son not more of him convincing just him like saying hey our son it's not great for him and then both of them realizing by the end no they're both better off and happier when they're kind of competing with each other and you realize throughout the competition it's never truly gotten deadly like it's this weird cat and mouse game between the two of them the whole way neither were more happy there but it led to some great moments with the grandfather um i love that episode it, I mean that that, that is true, but the, like the the <laughs> the twist the twist there is that you know like the father is allowed to be this insane scientist, but the mother what? the mother is looked down upon for being her like ruthless capitalist this is self. Japan in the nineties. I, I mean, but not both like we were roles, any different back then. Come on, both roles are equally <laughs> negative. the the part that the part that really kind of made it weird to me it was like part where her you know Ryosuke is praising his mother for all the things that a housewife is supposed to do and not the fact that the only reason that they are living in this mansion is because of her and you know and and yeah it's a little strange strange. (laughs) when I look at it I look at it as a boy who wanted something more normal and Uh, yeah and I I get that for him but it's like this is what he's seen as what he views as normal. You say, yeah, it's a little twisted, but it also shows how like somebody who doesn't normally see this sees stuff and is like, this is how normal family should be. And by the end, just like you see it and I see it and I brought it up, he realizes his parents aren't truly happy unless they're competing, doing their cat and mouse game. That he was like, and he realized he was wrong. I thought there was a, I wouldn't say lesson. Lesson learned is a bad thing, but he did learn something from it. I don't know if lesson's the right thing. Right. Term. He did, but I, I, I also did feel like that, like the end result of that episode is that they're not going to live happy unless she becomes subservient. That's that's what I felt like, like the, the end of that episode left. But her. I no, but I don't think it left that. I think that's how it started because I think that's how they all. We're trying to assume that's how they're going to be happy. No, that episode ended with shit just being destroyed and then back to normal and happy. I don't think it left that taste at the end at all. I think it started off that way. Like, this is what happiness is as a family. And then it was like, no, no, it's not. And just, they were back to normal. They're normal. That's how I took that episode. It's definitely a bizarre relationship. <laughs> I think it's a good look at a lot of relationships, though. I'm not saying everybody's blowing each other up, but a lot of people think they need normal and then realize they're not happy in that normal. Damn, getting philosophical on this mic. I, 
I'm sorry. I felt like that's how I that's how I look at that episode. You may think you're happy being the societal norm until you realize you're not going to be happy that way. I I just have to disagree with Scott on this one. <laughs> it just it just felt it felt more like something that would be produced as prop as propaganda. But they the, completely shattered the propaganda at the end. That's what I don't get I what don't you're saying. They, do. I don't they know completely they do. shattered the propaganda at the end. What Rianowski says himself, and Nuka Nuka's like, are you okay? He's like, they're happy. Like, he's basically like, yes, they're happy. I'm happy. Look at them. It basically shatters that propaganda. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm obscuring that part of it. I think I think you were so bothered by the beginning that you kind of overlook what happens at the end. Well, the thing the thing that I'm bothered by it was towards the end where Rinosuke basically says like, "I I liked you better when you were being the the nice housewife. Like I liked the way your the laundry that you made that you did smelled, mother. I don't like that you're currently, you know." No, but I Angry mean, towards the end, though, you. at the end, he's like he gives her the flower and understands that he was wrong. Yeah. I think, or the next episode. You, he gives her the flowers in the next episode, the one you missed, because you're like, who the hell is Amy? Because you weren't. Yeah, well. You skipped an episode of Word that she's introduced. I did. And, uh, I did, yes. But in the next episode, she he literally gives her flowers for Mother's Day after a whole nother sequence of stuff. So you get, Ooh. like, more of him being like. He, he's come to understand what the family is. And I like that. There was some continuity, yeah. actually, between, like, episodes two through four, and then it went back off the rails again. <laughs> well, I mean, there's certainly, it's, there certainly is an acknowledgement yeah. that this is a dysfunctional family, and yeah. it's going to stay that way. Meanwhile, our star, Nuku Nuku, is just fucking fighting shit. Yep, that's what she's there for. And making destruction. Being adorable <laughs> and giving us fan service in episode four, since Scott oh, missed that one. God, you get I knew it was gonna nuku happen. nuku boobs. <laughs> I knew I was like, okay, where when are the boobs gonna happen? I remember and it was there episode being four, boobs. Yeah. yeah, I remember there being boobies. And there was well, there's boobs in the in the opener. There's boobs in every opener. No, no, no. But episode four opener, is yeah. like they go to a bathhouse and you get a full look at the boobs. I skipped the wrong episode. You did skip yes, the wrong episode. It wouldn't um, be a 90s anime without tits. Yeah. But I loved it. I love Nuku Nuku, and I was so happy to return to this. I'm glad Shannon picked it. I mean, I enjoyed it. Obviously, I enjoyed it probably a little bit more when I was younger. But I, mean, I still give it a 4 out of 5. But uh, Because ah, I don't think... I love it. I could watch this anytime. It reminded me that this is a show I could always go back to. I'd say a three out of five. It's better than Project Echo. Fuck I'm off! Just kidding. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> We're not gonna do that. Oh, I couldn't help it. I've seen Project Echo way too many times to say that. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> I haven't seen it enough, and I've seen it a lot. I've seen it over fifty times. Because back Good in the day, there was a time where... Yeah. <laughs> hold on, there was a time where anime wasn't as readily available, so you rewatched a lot of shit. Yeah, that you did. You There's a lot of stuff back in the VHS days where you just rewatched the shit that you bought, and that's all you rewatched. Or so, read it. <laughs> tell us, what 
what is your beef with the TV series? Oh my god. Aside from the animation. Um. So Nuku Nuku TV came out in '98, and I feel like it's a good example of what started slowly going wrong with the anime in the late '90s when it started becoming more mass-produced. Uh, Nuku Nuku TV does not have the same feel as Nuku Nuku. She goes to school, and yes, I feel like maybe at the time it was better because they literally have a character in the, every character in the class is a different trope. God, that doesn't hold up today because they're so simplistic. It's just like, here's your rich girl. Here's your guy playing the guitar. Here's your nerd. Here's your occult girl. And they literally, like, describe this way. And it's so bad throughout this series. Like, and it adds Ryanosuke's friend, next door neighbor friend, who's in love with him. And it's a weird relationship with this girl just trying to snag up. I mean, yeah, we all had crushes when we were kids, but. It plays out more like if a teenage girl was trying to capture her man than, like, elementary slash maybe middle schoolers do. <laughs> it's really bad. I just... The whole thing was bad. I watched through it, and I, at times, would just, like, space out and do something else while it was playing. I was so happy when Shannon was like... I was already, uh, like, nine episodes in when Shannon was like, let's watch the OVA, and I was still happy about it. I was like, well, yes! I mean... I'll finish this garbage! But I... <laughs> it's not garbage. It's a fine watch. But if this is your introduction to Nuku Nuku, I can yeah. understand hating it. Yes. So that's why I decided to, to change it, because I felt like... Le I mean, obviously, the, the o OVA came first, but... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I'm ultimately glad I decided to change yeah. that. Yeah, it was not a good watch. It was fine. Uh, it killed some time uh, in the mornings. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was not great. Not great at all. Have you uh, seen Dash? A uh, long time ago. I don't remember any. I didn't remember much about this. So yeah, I had only watched this once, like I did with Dash. So. Honestly, didn't remember shit. So I have thought about now. Do I want to watch Dash? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, because Nuku Nuku's hair is now blonde or green in Dash, and I'm like, Ew, really? Yeah. So I was so like, what, what is bizarre. what is Dash? So so is it is the TV series pick up where the OVA left left off? No. Nope. Is it is it all one continuous story? No. Uh, it is basically Nuku Nuku. So they basically take it, even though in this show you see Nuku Nuku briefly go to high school. In this one, it's like, nope, you're going to high school now. Get along. Don't act like an android and show off your powers. And of course, shit keeps happening. She's trying to hide him in the beginning. And then her, of course, we accept you, Nuku Nuku. And she's constantly saving the day, but it's not done well. It's really bad. Well, There's bad enemies to funny. fight. They're they're funny at first, but they don't get better. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. Yeah. But does it 
That doesn't really answer my question. Does it take place in the same universe as the OVA? Yes. Is it a different... No, same universe. Okay. Mishima Industries uh, and Nuku Nuku TV, though, they're all living together as a family at that point. Um, it, it takes a slight um, change in that way where she's a mother, but she can be called away to Mishima Industries and sometimes be on the opposite side. They also do a nice little episode I enjoyed where they go in the past to show how uh, Akiko and Kyosuke um, become, or Kusaku, sorry, Kusaku become um, partners and how that romance blossomed, uh, along with a rival at the time who's kind of like the actual head of Mishima Industries, and shows Akiko is just one of the heads of the one of the heads there. It's not terrible by any means. But looking back on it in 2021 doesn't hold up well. Back then, in the late 90s, would have worked fine. Looking at it in 2021, uh, yeah, it's not a great watch. It's not terrible, but it's not great. It's fine. I gave it a 3 out of 5. I actually reduced my score. It was like, yeah, 3 out of 5. It's not terrible, I think. I was going almost a two and a half, but I felt like it did some things well. But it was definitely a, you could tell it turned into a weekly TV show where the, so the six episode OVA was over from 92 to 94. This was a weekly TV show and it feels like the weekly TV show thing where, yeah, she has a new thing to fight every week. There's a new ridiculous plot and then something she's fighting. So doesn't play it it does not it's not as i feel like deep's wrong considering the ova but <laughs> that's the best statement i can come up with it's not as deep as the ova where the ova will kind of get into more of the relationship and this one just doesn't really get into the relationships much outside of the one episode of the parents oh and the teacher is always getting crushed by something and they call it out every time they're like, oh no, Mr. got... Something fell on him again. And that's like every episode. <laughs> Something falls out of this guy. Bizarre. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> it's like, there's a running gag. It's probably the best running gag of the show. And so, he, he got his, uh, he got his uh, comeuppance when one episode, a uh, alien cat, uh, mouse girl popped in and fell in love with him. And then, of course, in... Because he can't be happy his whole life, she left. <laughs> Damn. Well, yeah, that's all. That's Catgirl Nukunuku. 90s, 90s anime to a T. Yeah, it basically showed exactly what the early 90s was, and the Nukunuku TV kind of showed exactly what be started becoming of ni late 90s. Fucking terrible. <laughs> So, I, I, I mean, I, I wonder what it would feel like to go back in time and, like, talk to people at the, the time about this show. Because I think so the reactions would... The my six, reactions would certainly be different. And The sixth episode OVA, well, you already heard mine. I still love it. Like, I still love Nuka Nuka. Yeah, and nothing about... Very little about it is bad. Like, like and it's, it's gorgeous, and it's weird, but it's just like... I, I think, think I'm still able to period, place myself, though in that time frame because I still remember yeah. 
buying this on VHS tape. I think it was two VHS tapes because it was three episodes mm. per. And watching them that way and owning them. So I think it's just a different time. Um, if you have the nostalgia, I think you would look at the 90s and 80s stuff differently. I think a lot think of people so keep that same attitude. Unlike as I got a little older and into the late 90s to the 2000s where I'm like, yeah, I don't have the same attitude when I go back to those shows. Right. Well, I thought I would have that, that same nostalgia with this one, and I just, it for me, yeah. it just wasn't there. Yeah. And it wasn't. It wasn't like, yeah. I mean, even with as bad as Golf Force was, you know, I just. Yeah. Golf Force did not have the same nostalgia. <laughs> I was like, oh, was it always this bad? I'll tell you another <laughs> one that held up well is Dragon Half. That was good. I'd have to go back and watch to make that decision. Uh, I, I think it's better than the manga. But I talked about the manga here where it just goes yeah. on too long. <laughs> A two-episode so OVA of Dragon Half was perfect. So now... If we're done talking about Nuku Nuku, we have to figure out what Scott's going to watch next. It sounded like it was harem. Was it really? I don't know. Scott, are you done? What? What do you want to talk about next time? I'm done. I just, I just can't get over. I wish, I wish we still existed in a time period. I mean, we, we, I guess we exist in a time period where a vending machine uh, can go on a dungeon adventure. So maybe it's, maybe it's bad to wish for the time period where and an anime great. could just be and a cat, great. cat plus robot plus high school girl equals show. That dungeon so, machine is becoming an anime, or that vending machine is becoming an anime, and I can't wait because that light novel was amazing. <laughs> uh, we're ending the show before that happens <laughs> that's it we're done pack it up yeah. uh, what was the question what's your next what, show what's your pick for episode 226 so the uh, the show I'm going to pick in the in, in it's, it's, it is going to be related to your point uh -oh. About viewing, viewing things from the '90s with nostalgia. Certainly, something that I have not seen in a long time, and something that I, uh, in middle school, was was kind of obsessed with. Um, you getting nervous or are you getting excited? Right now? I'm getting nervous. I am indifferent. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to, in my mind, I'm trying to think, when the fuck were you in middle school? Like, what age is that? Let's not, let's not, let's not do that, man. Right, okay. uh, middle school for him had to be late 90s to early 2000s. Uh, so my pick, it, we're going to watch uh, the first two Tenshi Muyo OVAs. Okay, the all right. Two? I'm down. Oh, is that the one where they, the first two. it's 13 episodes, right? It's 13, yeah, it's six episodes each and one special. I always took that as the same series, honestly, because the 13 episodes. It, it, yeah, that's, that's how it was packaged here. But yeah, because it came uh, out it, as like, OVAs. so here's how I experienced Tenchi Moyo. I experienced Tenchi Moyo on like four Laserdiscs, because my dad had a Laserdisc player back then. <laughs> and Pioneer um, was one of the first companies to put anime on Laserdiscs. Well, because they, they own yeah, Laserdisc technology saying, so and they own Tenchi Muyo. That's what so. I'm saying. So they put they <laughs> were putting out a lot of stuff, and that's how I ended up watching Tenchi Muyo back in the day was Laserdisc. 
and it was awesome. I wish I still had them because they're worth money. So how are you going to watch um, it? Where where are you going to watch it? Is it on Funimation? Yeah, that's a good. Though? That is a good question because I have I have those Blu-rays. Ah. Which I'll is what prompted me to pick it because what, I can have Shannon those Blu-rays, but I have. Yeah, uh, let's figure that out. I'm logging into Funimation now. I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll be right. Uh, looks you know like some... yeah, it's on Amazon, but it's probably dubbed. Well, that's probably. Wait, that is not the old school. Yeah, is it? Yeah, so it's on. Uh... Amazon is the dub, which is how I originally watched it, honestly. Are we yeah, going to watch too. dub or sub for this? I don't mind either way on this oh, one. Oh, boy. I think maybe we should watch the dub. That's how I watched it, so... And it's on Amazon, so Shannon should be good there. I, I mean, whatever you guys want to watch, I don't mind. And they have it as yeah, the... Uh, so, Tenchi Moyo on Amazon is set up as the 13-episode series. There's no season one or two, it's just there. Okay. So, uh, oh, currently Moyo. unavailable for your location. God damn it. Oh, bummer. yeah. So, on Funimation, it is a Tenchi Muyo OVA series. Okay. Um, and they have, uh, they have the dub and the sub. Yeah. So, it's that's all there. Season four and five are on Crunchyroll, but not one. Damn it. Yeah, boy. I wonder we'll, if it's we'll, on, we'll... I wonder if it's on Retro Crush. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so, because Funimation owns it. Ah, okay. And Retro Crush is... Um, Are they right stuff, or no? No, they're... Um, they're called Discotech? something. No, Discotech has uh, a lot of stuff on there, but there's some other company that owns An uh, Asian Crush and Retro Crush. Ah. Yeah, it's a third-party company that mm, was licensing okay. all this stuff. But yeah, Funimation's not going to license their stuff over there. They're oh, hell their no. They have seven what? streaming platforms. That they Dirty Pair point. has started hitting Retro Crush, by the way. Ooh, I like that. That yeah. sounds good to me. Dirty Pair is such a good anime. Now, that's one I'll definitely have, like, some severe nostalgia for. Yeah, it still holds up. All right, so we got uh, we got our next show, and... It's another classic, so I think we'll keep the, keep that I guess keep that train running for a little bit until I get my next one. <laughs> Do you already know what you have? Do you already know what you want? For my next one? No, yeah. I was just making a joke. Oh, okay. After Konosuba, because that was one I hadn't watched either. I'm like, I don't know if I want to pick one that I haven't watched before because not that I hated it. It was just not as good as I expected. Hi. <sighs> so. That's a podcast. Is Scott like, going gentlemen? to go through our uh, socials and stuff, or is he going to ignore it? Oh, jeez. Um, uh, Shannon. Yeah, you can find me uh, on what? Yeah. yeah. What's internet? Where, internet? where? Internet. You can find me on internet at Twitter, Perfect Serenade. And you can read my webcomic, Lucifer's Ace, on Tapas and Webtoon. I'm about to hit 7,000 total subs. Woo, yay! Amazing, congratulations. And yeah, so that's where you find me on interwebs. Uh, as for me, you can find me at all the uh, social media sites, slash G Nitro. No dash there, but if you want to check out my website, it is g-nitro.com. And we talked about it 
last episode, if you want to see the commission that Shannon had done of my original character, Sati Kim, it is up on the uh, page. You can find it on the menu at the top that says, Who is Sati Kim? And you can check it out there. Um, uh, also, don't forget, if you want to invite to my Discord to join watch parties, whether they're the movie nights or running man days, we actually got through three episodes this past Monday because we had to get to even shows since we have some two partners coming up. Uh, come watch some Korean variety show comedy goodness. Like, it's actually, after Shannon joined us for a week, that wasn't that good. <laughs> uh, and then this past week, all three episodes were fucking amazing. <laughs> Lovely. I know. Oh, the one with, uh, the two, with Sunny and Yuna from Girls' Generation. Oh, fantastic. Um, but yeah, so find me there scott how can people find you and read oh. old writings not new because there's no new ones but the old writings i'm not even gonna plug that anymore you can go on twitter.com slash scott spaziani uh where, and you'll have links to uh the various the various speedrun marathons that i'm running in uh my various opinions about uh certain pol- uh um, political parties in the united states of america and uh photos of my kitty cats that's the most important thing that you will find right there, there. you got it you can see scott's pussy on instagram and twitter <laughs> can also of course go to uh, twitch.tv slash gundam pilot spaz and see me uh play these days mostly Star Fox still uh, but I do a barrel roll uh, yeah I'm going I mean I have to redeem some um, some games that people have requested so uh, I know I'm going to have uh, nine uh, <laughs> no <laughs> fuck no uh, nine doors nine hours and nine siblings what is the name I, f- I forgot the full name of that game nine just call it 999 <laughs> that's what people know it is yeah 999 <laughs> God damn, Scott. Uh, what, is the, what is the last name? I don't know. Stop bloviating. Just call it 999 nine, like every normal person. So nine key, nine days, nine <laughs> doors, nine keys. I'm looking it up. Dude, it's literally nine hours, nine yeah. persons, nine doors. Let's go. Move it along. All right. There we go. Okay. Uh, and uh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne's oh, coming up. I'm sorry. Because somebody wants to torment me. I'm sorry. I would, um, I would, I would be like... Certain games aren't allowed, and they're all called Souls-like. Yeah, I'm not a FromSoft guy, and that's why this person chose it, and because they want to torment me. So, quick side note: that's one of my problems with New World. So, I got a free copy. Did not buy it. Yep. Um, If you were an Amazon Prime member when it first got announced and signed up, they gave you a free key for this game. Oh shit! So, I got a free key. My biggest issue with the game is you have to be ready to time your blocks and your swings. And I was just like, it's not as bad as Dark Souls, but it's still enough for me to be like, yeah, I ain't gonna play this for too long. <laughs> I like so I like some Souls likes, but I, I like don't. like the the easy one. I like that Star Wars game. That I was am a Souls like forty two years old. Fuck challenges and games at this point. Just let me <laughs> enjoy the story and move the fuck on. Uh... My challenges um, come in online, <coughs> PvP, like legit, like shooters and MOBAs. I don't want that shit in my single player. So let me enjoy the campaign. That's right. Quote, Nitro, this is Nitro, my, uh, I'm 42 years old. My challenge is understanding TikTok memes. Oh, hold on. No, I understand. That is cap. I understand TikTok memes, sir. He said cap. 
<laughs> I don't know what. I what know does you cat don't. mean? I know you don't. Because That's... you don't understand TikTok memes like Mike understands TikTok memes. Yep. So cat means it's a lie. No cat means fact. What? <laughs> it took me a hot minute to be like, what the fuck is cap and no cap? But I got it. I said it at work, and my one coworker's like, you're way too old to be talking like that, because he has a younger daughter. He's like, you're way too fucking old to talk like that. I was but like, I will, I will yeet you out this office. <laughs> I'm looking that up. But anyway, uh... Do you want to eat this podcast? He does want to oh eat my. this podcast. I did, I do understand yeet, because, uh... That's become popular enough that it's... Yeah, that's someone. Common. Someone explained that to me. It took that one took me to longer me. than probably most because I was like, "What the fuck does yeet mean?" And then I saw a video that's... where somebody threw something, and they're like, "They really yeeted that." I was like, "All right, got it." <laughs> that's a, that was a Vine meme. That was I mean I I was hip when Vine I was around. I actually never got hip. into Vine, but now I prefer a platform <laughs> that uh, promotes white supremacy and suppresses anything that is against it. <laughs> So exclusively Facebook. Then. We're gonna end no, this podcast TikTok. or what? Sorry, I've got a Beverly Hills Housewives. Uh, That's uh, where you need to be. I thought you needed to yes. be at an actual place. No, I have to watch the part one Hold reunion. On of Hold on a second, Miss. I don't have time to watch anime. Look, this is how I spend time <laughs> with my husband. Wait, he watches it too? Hell yeah, he watches this shit. That's why he went to go buy Trulies. Oh, yeah, because we, got, we oh. got a night. We got a night, baby. And then tomorrow we got a German uh No, that's cause... awesome. The <laughs> Tonight. Yeah, I got I hate reality to be. TV, it's called my fucking reality. couch. No, I get it. I just hate reality television. <laughs> well, I love it because it's drama that I'm not involved in. <laughs> I had enough of Don't that with have... Jerry Springer and Maury po- oh, Excuse me. And, uh... I guess as far back as uh, who um, Morton Downey G- Morton Downey back in the day, if anybody remembers him. But but don't you don't you literally have a a day of the week did on your your Discord dedicated to a reality TV show? Damn! Uh, fucking called out. Yes. No, that's a variety Rain, show. Rain that's Man. not reality. It's the same difference. It's no, same that thing. is a re- that is a variety show. There's a huge difference between variety and reality. I'll tell you what you have to explain. I was a reality show fan in the '90s because hey, I was there when Real World ruined television or began the uh, ruination of TV. <laughs> We can all play wow. real world for what how, has become of television nowadays. How dare you? What? Wow. I, I love No, I love the real world. But I look back at it and realize that shit ruined fucking TV. <laughs> because that's when MTV was like, oh, everybody wants this reality show. We'll stop showing music. We'll make MTV too. Oh, we'll stop showing music there too. <laughs> you know what I have to say to that? No cap. Oh, no cap. You. I know. I'm telling the truth. Anyway, that's our show. Yeah, no end cap, the goddamn no thing. End no, it. No cap. Yeet it. Peace.